welcome to the Magic in Your Business podcast. I'm your host, Cassie Biltz. I am an intuitive business coach for spiritual female entrepreneurs who want to learn nervous system and strategy for six figures and beyond. I'm a boy mom to two boys. I curse like a sailor. I'm a headstrong Aries and projector in human design. And I've built two successful online businesses in the past seven years helping women just like you. I am so excited you're here. So let's dive in. Hey there, welcome to this episode of the Magic in Your Business podcast. I am really excited for this episode. I feel like I say that every episode, but I am really excited because I'm going to talk to you about how I am a very prolific content creator and I'm going to give you actually six very specific but simple shifts and perspectives that are going to help you make creating content really easy. And I, if you're listening to this and you're only, you're you're like, oh my God, I can't talk. If you are listening to this and you think creating content already is really easy, then perfect. I'm going to help you make it even more specific and really resonate with the people that you want to attract. So if that sounds fun to you, let's dive in. So the first thing I want to point out is there's typically two kinds of people hanging out on the interwebs, okay? There's the prolific content creators such as myself, who content is like the easiest fucking thing in the world for you. You make it in your sleep. And in fact, we probably want to work on helping you sell more and make content less. Otherwise, you're going to end up on just the the roller coaster of content, like the content creation hamster wheel where all you do is create content. I've been there. It's not fun. So that's like one category of person is they're very prolific. And so they can tend to almost err on the side of making content instead of doing what they really, what really is going to move the needle because content creation is so easy for them. They spend a lot of time creating content, podcasts, posts, emails, masterclasses, whatever, because it's it, it's comfortable. It feels safe. It feels like an action that's going to help them create results. And so it's just somewhere easy to go. And it actually can take away from what actually creates results, which is focusing on sales. But that's a different podcast for a different episode. But I just want to say that that's the first group of people, the very prolific creators. And if that's you, if you tend to be an incredibly prolific content creator, your work is going to be different than somebody who's in the second group of people. The second group of people are the inconsistent con- con- content creators, right? And you know who you are, right? Like creating posts and creating um, whatever, wherever you make content, whether it's Instagram posts, YouTube, Facebook, whatever. When I say content, I mean any of this, right? Writing emails, it's all, it's all content. For somebody in the inconsistent group, they struggle to make content consistently And so that affects everything in their business as well because they're not putting their voice out there. And when you're not putting your voice out there, your ideal clients, your soulmate people, they can't hear you. So in these two camps, I want you to think about which one am I in? Which one am I in? I apologize. I cannot talk today. (laughs) I'm probably going to stumble over my words a lot. But are you in the prolific camp or the inconsistent camp? Neither is better than the other. But the reason I want to point them out is because your work is going to be a little bit different depending on where you fall, okay? So if you are a very prolific content creator, like it's extremely easy for you to make content all of the time, your work is actually going to be to be more intentional because what's likely happening is 
that's kind of your safe space. That's your zone of genius. That's where things are easy for you. It's easy to make content, right? It's easy to go out there and make another post or create more stories to try and sell your offer to write more emails. Like that's your go-to. When you want something to happen, you're like, I'm going to go make more stuff. This is, this is so me if I'm not careful because I'm very creative and I love content creation. So if that's you, your work is actually going to be to be more intentional because likely if you're not creating sales, but you are extremely prolific at content, it's not that your content is bad by any means. It's probably that your content isn't specific enough. Like it's not speaking directly to one person. So you might be talking about, I know this used to be me as well. Sometimes this this whole episode is going to call me out big time, but one day you're talking about human design. The next day you're talking about personality types. The next day after that, you're talking about a new business strategy. And then five seconds later, you're talking about a healing journey you went on. And then the next day you're talking about motherhood. It's like, it's all over the fucking map, which again, super amazing problem to have that you're so good at creating content, but your work is probably going to be around getting more intentional and dialing it in, dialing in your messaging, dialing in who you're talking to. If you're in the other group of people and you're inconsistent, your work is actually going to be to give less fucks because I can almost guarantee that if you're inconsistent, it's because you're overthinking, you're trying to get it right. You're getting into, you're getting into perfectionism. There have been seasons in my business where I've actually been in that side of things. Like the pendulum kind of swung to the other side and I became inconsistent because I was overthinking. I was really trying to get it right way, way back in the beginning of my business. So if that's for you, I want you to listen to all of these uh, perspectives I'm going to give you. I have, let's see, I have six different perspectives I'm going to give you that are going to help making content easier and more fun and more joyful and more effective, which is kind of the point, right? But I really want you more than anything to allow these to kind of wash over you because you're already somebody who's stuck in perfectionism. You're already trying to get it quote unquote right. You're already overthinking. Your job is literally to give less fucks. If you are that person who's super inconsistent, and that's honestly, it's probably not a ton of you because I tend to attract the hustlepreneur, right? I attract women who are like the doers of the world and but, but that doesn't mean you're not inconsistent because you can be a massive action taker, but creating content could be like the one thing where you really are inconsistent because you're doing the overthinking and overanalyzing. If that's you, I want you to go and check out the garbage post challenge by, I'm trying to remember, Simone Grace Soul, I believe is how you say her name. I wish I knew her Instagram handle. I don't know her Instagram handle, but if you look up, just Google, she's like a really big coach. So you probably would You either know of her or she will pop right up on the Google search. She has a little challenge she created. So I have to give her credit called the garbage post challenge that when I was in a season where I was really struggling with inconsistency, I did her garbage post challenge, which is basically what it sounds like. You're just posting quote unquote garbage, um, to help you get over that rut. And it really, really helped me. So I'm going to refer you to that if you're feeling inspired, but, um, that's going to be your work. Okay, so prolific people, your work is going to be to be more intentional and more specific and dial it in. For inconsistent people, your work is to give less fucks. Now, if you are on the very prolific side and creating content is really, really easy for you, likely what's happening is that you can easily get into this content creation um, 
spiral where all you do is you just make content. And that's really easy to fall into when you focus on only creating content all the time and you forget about the other pieces that create a successful business, like growing your audience and selling, which are very, very important things. So that's actually a podcast episode for a different day. So I digress, but your work is going to be, like I said, to be more intentional. So here are the six strategies that I personally use. And these are more like mental strategies than, you know, strategy strategies that I use to be not only prolific with my content, but also to not get on that content creation hamster wheel, to not just make content all the time. And that's all I'm doing. And it's like, why am I making all this shit and nothing? Like I'm not ever making sales. Well, if that's happening, if you're producing a ton of content, you're in a cycle of making content all the time and not actually focusing on the other things that you need to scale a business. You need to be growing your audience. You need to have very specific messaging and you need to be selling. So These are the six things I use because content creation certainly is not hard for me, but I have learned how to really have both. I have very specific messaging. It speaks to one person. It is very, very dialed in and I'm, I can create content all day. Like it is, it takes me 10 minutes or less to make an Instagram post. It's very rare that a piece of content I create for an Instagram post, Facebook post, email, you name it, takes me more than 10 minutes. That is what I want for you. Your content should be extremely effective. It should do the heavy lifting for you. Meaning if you don't want to, you don't have to do sales calls. If you don't want to, you don't have to be DMing everybody who breathes on your Instagram because your content is that fucking good. I want that to be your reality, but that can only be your reality when you have these little, like you have the pieces I'm going to talk about working for you. So here we go. These are the six things I'm going to share with you that have really allowed me to make content in 10 minutes a day or less. That is very effective and speaks right to my ideal person. Before I go on about this, I want to share a little bit about my perspective on content. I I really don't give a fuck about being an influencer. So if you're wanting to listen to a podcast about creating content from somebody who has like 70,000 followers, I'm not your chick. Okay. I have a really decent sized email list and Facebook group and TikTok and Instagram. If you add it all up, I have a decent sized audience, but I don't have a huge Instagram. Now in my first business, I did my first business as a health and fitness coach. I was very focused on being like what everyone focuses on, right? Get all the followers, get all the likes. I was very much a content creator and an influencer. So I had a big Instagram account of like 18,000 people, which is, which is big for me. You know, I thought it was pretty big. Um, I guess maybe for some people that's small, but I had like 18,000 people on Instagram at one point, And I was just very, very focused on always growing my audience and growing my Instagram. And let me tell you, going that path didn't lead to more sales. Okay. So just because you have a ton of followers doesn't equal sales. And so for me in this business, I just decided I don't really care. I don't care if I have a cult following. I don't care if I have a huge a huge number of people following me on my Instagram because I don't need that to grow my business successfully or to make sales. I don't, I need a continuously growing audience, but I don't need a massive audience. So that's one thing I want you to know about just my philosophy with content creation is I really don't give a fuck about vanity metrics. Now, the other thing I want to share with you is when I say prolific, what that means, I started my first business in 2016 And I posted every single day on my Instagram account for the entire time I grew that business. So it was a a little over five years, I think 16, 17, 18, I'm like doing the math in my head. Yeah, it was about five years. 
I posted every single day on my Instagram for five years. If I were to go back and look, I think on average, I missed two to five days a year of posting. Two to five days in an entire year. That's why I can create content in 10 minutes now. Because I've practiced the shit out of the skill set. And so for those of you who are inconsistent, I want you to understand that it's not about perfection. It's about, can I just practice? Can I just put some stuff out there and see what works? Can I fail forward? I was really, really willing to be uncomfortable and to do that and to have a lot of content flop and a lot of content not resonate. But I just, I knew to me, it was really important that every single day I shared my voice, not because I was hustling, not because it was like, oh, if I don't post, I'm not going to get clients. I did it because I fell in love with it and because I wanted to be a consistent content creator. Like that matters to me. I want to have something helpful for my people. And it doesn't have to be every day. You know, in this business, I post usually like five times a week. I take the weekends off a lot of the times. Um, but I still care about being being out there and sharing my voice. So here are the six things without further ado. Gosh, 12 minutes in, Cassie, get to the point. Okay, here's the first thing I do that I really want you to give a try today. I outsource my content. And by that, I do not mean I hire out my content to somebody else because I have never done that. I outsource it to my subconscious mind, to God, to my guides, to my guardian angels, whatever you want to call it. It's kind of all the same thing to me. I'm constantly outsourcing things to my support team (laughs) all the time, every single day. Because if I sit down and I'm like, oh, I need to think about what to say today. I almost always overthink it and get in a real clusterfuck and I don't know what to post. My nervous system gets in a freeze response and then I can't create content. So every day I'm like, okay, guides, subconscious, send me a post for today. Try this. I know it sounds so silly. I know it sounds so out there, but just outsource it. Just tell your subconscious because your subconscious mind's job is to finish the loop for you. So if you open a loop and you're like, listen, I want a post idea today, send me an idea for an Instagram post anytime today, and then let it go. That's the thing is you got to let it go. If you keep fixating on it, you're not going to get the download. So I outsource every day. This podcast episode, I outsourced. I was like, I don't know what to create for my podcast today. All right, guides, angels, drop in an idea for me. I went on about my day and all of a sudden I had this idea drop in. I put it in the notes section of my phone and I was like, that is so good. I can't wait to talk about that. So give this a try, outsource it today. You don't have to do, you don't have to like write down, you know, hey, guides, angels, subconscious. (laughs) You could just say it to yourself. Okay, subconscious, drop in an idea for me and then move on. And it will, it will download. I promise the idea will come. It'll be like, Oh my God, that's such and you'll just, you'll go with it. Okay. Second thing I do to create content every single day that really calls in my specific people, because one thing that I am really, really, really good at, and I'll just own it is I am really good at attracting my most nourishing clients. Every client who comes to me, it's like, it's like a hand fitting into a glove. It's just, they're the perfect fit. It's like, oh my God, I so see why we are perfect together. You're everything I want in a client. You're everything that I talk to. You are the exact person I envision when I make my post. That's not by accident. That's because I've mastered what I'm teaching. I've mastered how to speak to that one person. And I do that, and this is tip number two, I do that by asking What's something that will actually help 
my person today. And I'm not talking tips and tricks, right? I'm not going to share five tips to blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to do that because tips and tricks are like a dime a dozen. I want to share perspective shifts that are going to give them a real aha that are going to actually fucking make a difference in their life today. And I'm not going to say it to everybody on the internet. It's going to be with my one person in mind. What a lot, what I used to do when I would post is I would always ask, what do I need to say to get somebody to buy? What do I need to say so that people will jump into my offer? What do I need to say so that I can get somebody to do X, Y, Z? And that is not the right way to approach content. When I approached content that way, it wasn't fun to make and it didn't land with my people. And it's really easy to get in that trap. So if you find yourself asking, what do I need to say to get somebody by? Just shift that question a little bit and ask, what's something that will actually help my person today right now? They could implement it right now and get a result, a transformation, an aha, a shift. I want you to treat your content like its own mini offer. Every single post is its own mini offer, its own transformation, um, I was actually listening to a training the other day and I, I can't remember the exact words she used, but she said, she's like, in my business model, my free content is my first offer. And a lot of people don't see their content that way because it's free. So they don't value it, right? They don't value it as being an actual offer. She's like, no, my free content is my first offer. That's how somebody gets to know me and gets a transformation before they ever pay me. If you show up in with that mindset in your content, it's going to be a fucking game changer. If I can actually help somebody before they ever pay me, then of course it's a no brainer to work with me and to pay me and to want to be a next level with me. So that's number two. Number three is I really, 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 when I'm making content, I really try to get focused on their bullshit, not mine. (laughs) So what I mean by that is it's really easy. And I know I've said this in multiple episodes, but it's really easy to focus on our bullshit and what we have going on and what's wrong with us and what's wrong with our business and how we're not getting results. We're not getting sales. We're not making money. It's me, 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 me. Then we go to make content and we're not really thinking about them. We're thinking about us. So I really, 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 when I sit down and make a post, it's like, all right, Cassie, get out of your bullshit for just a minute. You're welcome to come back to it (laughs) after you write this post. But for the duration of writing this post, think about their bullshit. And I don't mean that in like a, oh, their stuff doesn't matter. It's just bullshit. I mean that like in the most loving way possible. I really want to think about their struggle. What are they going through today? What heartbreak? What's challenge? What fear? What obstacle and how can I create something that's actually going to help them? So I'm really focused on their struggle, their challenge and speaking to that. Okay. So number four, I kind of already mentioned this in number two, but I really focus on talking to one person. I think this is where a lot of us go wrong. And I know in the past, this was me. I was afraid to really speak to just one person because I thought if I got really specific, you know, I I don't know what I thought. I guess I just thought it, you know, if I'm too specific, then this person over here and that person over there, they're not going to resonate. Well, fucking good. They're not going to buy anyway. (laughs) So speak to one person. I like to think of either a current client or a past client. And I have them in mind when I'm making that post, because again, I'm not creating content to be a influence, an influencer, If I want to be an influencer, that's different. I don't want to be an influencer. I'm a business owner, which means I need to speak to one person. I'm not trying to get 70,000 likes on this fucking reel. 
I just need to speak to that one person. So if it gets five likes, I'm fine with that. Those five people feel seen. Like they resonate. You know what I'm saying? So it's very potent content. So that's number four. Number five, this goes into number four, but I focus on sales first. So again, if you're showing up online as a influencer, you're not thinking about sales first. You're thinking about what an influencer thinks about. You're thinking about likes, engagement, virality, you know, tactics and trends for getting your reel to be, to be viral and all that shit that that doesn't make sales. Like, as I said, I I had a pretty big Instagram account before and I was very focused on those things and it never actually created more sales. What created more sales was the other stuff I've already shared, speaking to that one person and having a sales first mindset, not a, Hey, I'm out here being an influencer kind of mindset because I, I personally, and this is just me. I just don't want to be that. I don't care. That's not a desire for me. If it's a desire for you, cool. You might want to listen to somebody who's going to teach content creation from a influencer perspective. So focus on sales first, meaning I don't need this post to be liked by a thousand people. I just need it to be really, really speaking to the one person that's going to jump in my offer next. And then number six, the most, the final shift I have or tip I have, and the most effective (laughs) is have fun. I have fun with my content. I literally have so much fun writing a post every day, even though it's only 10 minutes is one of my favorite tasks every single day. Like I live for it. It is so much fun. It wasn't always that way, but I really, really am intentional about not taking it so seriously. It's really a paradox because we want to be really intentional with our content, but you also have to let it be fun. And those things can coexist. I'm very intentional with my content, but I'm also really fun. And if you read some of my posts, you'll see some of them are just for fucking fun. Like they're not necessarily deep, profound shifts. It's just like, Hey, I had this thought and I think my thoughts are valuable. So I'm going to share it. And it's kind of like a funny, witty little post. I just, I I like have fun with it. And if I find that my content's getting too serious and I'm getting in that overthinking space, I bring fun back to it because you create fun by your thoughts and by how you're thinking about it. So I hope you'll enjoy these. I hope you took notes Apply them next time you're creating content. In the mastermind, I go deep into this in the section on generating demand. So in the holistic business mastermind, I take you through the holistic business process. And in the process, part of what I teach is generating demand. And I do this through teaching you how to create thought leader content, the kind of content that is going to maybe ruffle some feathers But it's the kind of content that's going to help you stand apart from other people because it's like the hill you're willing to die on. Like it's the content that's actually going to show you have a voice and a fucking opinion. That's thought leader content. And I go deep into what that looks like and how to create content like that. And be bold, take up space, be convicted. That's what people want. I also talk about mastering holistic messaging. So one person one offer, you could have more than one offer, but for each offer, it's basically, you have to go in and it's its own business. You have to go in and like do, (laughs) I'm I'm trying to get my thoughts out. It's so hard. 
I teach the holistic messaging process, which is really helping you for each offer you have, you have to go in and you have to know your one person, your one message, your one offer. And for every offer, you have to do that. Each offer is essentially its own business. So you have to be able to go into each offer and have that level of specificity. I teach you how to do that in the mastermind. And then I also help you do this through creating a unique process. In today's day and age, it's not enough to just say, I help you, let me think of a result. I help you lose 10 pounds. People want to know that you have a process, a way to get them from point A to point B. And in the mastermind, we create your process. We pull, I don't even want to say we create it because it already exists. You already have a process. You might just not realize it. We extract the process you already have. And we use that as a marketing asset to generate demand. So we go deeper into all the concepts I'm sharing in this episode. This is just like one layer of it, but in a way that's super fucking simple, because again, none of this needs to be taken so seriously and it doesn't have to be complicated. I don't, in the mastermind, I'm not going to have you do busy work. I don't have you fill out 70 fucking PDFs about your messaging and your ideal client avatar and your offer suite. Like there's a few areas where I will have you write things down, but the reason I really love the mastermind is I just cut through the bullshit and I don't want you spending time filling out worksheets because I don't know about you, but I've been in a lot of programs and I'm like, if I have to do one more pro, like one more PDF, one more worksheet where I write down who my ideal client is, I'm going to fucking scream. I don't want to do it anymore. (laughs) So in the mastermind, we don't do that very much because it's like not the best use of your time. So anyway, I'm going to stop rambling. I love you so much. If you want to go deeper into this work to start increasing your demand, to start making your content more prolific and more potent at the same exact time, join us in the mastermind. Okay. Join us. I'd love to have you click the link in the show notes to apply. If you have questions, DM me on Instagram. My handle's Cassie Biltz, and I'm more than happy to answer absolutely any questions you have. Um, but yeah. Okay. I'm going to go, <laughs> I'm going to go <laughs> most awkward ending to a podcast ever. I heard my son crying and I totally lost my train of thought. And then I was like, um, all right, I'm going to go. So with that being said, I'm going to go. I love you. I'll catch you in the next episode. See you later.